so Mighty Joe Young was the original Harambe, right? I think so. Are our dicks still out for, uh, for him? My dick sure. has never left. Yeah. It's been out. <laughs> for Mighty Joe Young? Dicks <laughs> out for Mighty? It's been out this entire time. <laughs> I just keep catching a charge. Catching Welcome back to your Hatch and Bar, a place for your paranormal, supernatural, extraterrestrial, and true crime happenings. Today with me, I have, as always, Summer Dawn. Oogly Boogly. Cody Stacy, Yo. Brian McCree. That's me. And your host, Golden Throat, Sugar Shane Markle. That's him. I always put the sugar on. I fucking hate the sugar. It's natural, man. It's, it's been there for it years. It feels good. It feels right. It's yeah. there before Golden Throat. Okay, yeah, we're just going to go with it. Um, so usually one of you guys hand it back to me, so I don't know how to give it back to you. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you just run with it? Just take off. I am, I am. I'm, give I'm, it back I'm, to yourself, man. Treat yourself, Shane. <laughs> All right, Shane, what are we talking about today? <laughs> I'll let you know, Shane. Is it legal to kill a ghost? I don't know, Shane. <laughs> it's Tell us, Shane. Usually. So is I want to know what Shane thinks. <laughs> Not yet, no. I, I, I'm allowed to reserve it. <laughs> Is it legal to kill a ghost, a zombie, a monster? Can you just shoot one? Yeah. Are you even able to do that? That's the real question where you the should start. The ectoplasma? <laughs> you can need the right bullet. A I mean, silver bullet. I mean, think about it. Say if a ghost tried to overthrow the government on January 6, 2021, would you have a right to shoot it dead? I mean, they didn't shoot many of those ghosts there. <laughs> there many of those pre-ghosts there, yeah. there that day. So. No. There, there was a lot of ghosts there that day. I remember that. Could if you saw one there that day, could you shoot it? If you saw one breaking into your house, could you shoot it? Well, say say mm. you were a ghost and you were jogging down a nice neighborhood during the <laughs> night. Can you shoot a ghost just for being a ghost? I think you could shoot at a ghost. There was I a don't girl, know what good it would do. There was I don't a girl know. At Soggy Bottoms last night was that was the closest thing I've ever seen to a ghost. It was the palest human being I've ever seen. Did you shoot was it at me? her? I thought about it. <laughs> no, it wasn't if you didn't pull the trigger, yeah. it doesn't count. Because <laughs> now you're not sure if she was, was a ghost. I was scared at first. And I was like, oh, I got... Uh, and I was like, I don't have my gun. You got, ch- <laughs> you got chills down your spine. And he, yeah. by the time he ran out to the car and loaded his musket, ghost that's, was gone. That's why we left. There's no laws against killing a ghost. I believe it. It's Which I, is probably for the best. Because I guess that means you can't shoot a ghost because there would be a rule if they had, right? Right, so if you just had a nice ghost doing nice things, you could just shoot it. The Casper Act of 1996 prevents it that. It stands up. Yeah. Oh. Foreshadowing. Casper versus Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, today, guys, we're going all the way to Hammersmith, London, 1803. It's more than just a West London neighborhood. It's also a hotspot for violent spirits that are haunting the streets at night. You ever heard That's of Hammersmith? Just, I think it might just be drunk people. They're there, too, for sure. I'm yeah. stuck on Casper right now. I'm sorry. He wasn't British, so we got to leave him behind okay. now because we're in the UK now. And this is before London was as big as it is now. So Hammersmith is just on the outskirts, like hanging out like a suburb. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a neighborhood, mm-hmm, like Burton. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, there was definitely <laughs> drunk people. There was definitely yeah. drunk people. <laughs> so we're during the winter months of 1803, and there is just a ghost out here attacking the people of Hammersmith. It's tall. It's dressed in all white, and some even says it has horns. It would jump out and strike unsuspecting people during the night. Not only Hammersmith, but there was also reports all over London of these type of creatures or things stalking lone walkers from the depths of night. This is really happening, and the descriptions vary a lot because there's yeah, he, like you said, some of them he's like antlers, like which is really scary. Another time he has a tablecloth on. Somebody said it's just always like the only consistency is it's white, like you're trying to pretend like you're a ghost. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so pretty I much where we're at. I think it just might be a drunk man. It, it could be, of- but he, exactly. <laughs> and he's chasing you down the street. And one report that I was saying it was like right about at when the clock strikes one a.m. Is when the ghost would show up. Oh, great. One's pretty, one's pretty late, right? Yeah. For 1800 uh, London. I would think. That is a fantastic prank idea. Dress up as a ghost and and try to scare drunk people at 1 a.m.? Yes. 
But the description of this ghost is somebody dressed up as a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. It's not actually, it's, no, he's pretending. It's a pretend ghost. Yeah, he's a cosplaying. No, it's a ghost. People are seeing this ghost. I and mean, one man, his name's Thomas Groom, he says, Let me try. Don't do the voice. I love I gotta it. do the voice. Like an angry Muppet. Don't do the voice. <laughs> I like it. I was going through the churchyard between eight and nine with a jacket under my arm and my hands in my pocket. And some person came from behind a tombstone and caught me fast by the throat with both hands and held me tight. My fellow servant, who was going on before, hearing me scuffling, asked, What's the matter? <laughs> then, whatever it was, gave me twist round, and I saw nothing. It was a bit of a push out with my fist and felt something small, like a great coat. Or neither man could see where this attacker went. It just seemed to disappear. So he's this guy jumps up from behind a headstone, grabs him by the neck. <laughs> and so he, he turns around and pushes him. All he feels is a little coat. And he, well, a little and he, coat. And he was defenseless because his hands were in his pockets. He was. He was holding the coat. Yeah, and he had a hand. And in so his now pocket. he's just being choked. Can't take his hands out of his pockets. Pockets were really tight back then. That's, what they that's tell such you about. a weird way to hold a coat. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's like you need to pinch it. It's a weird way to walk. Yeah. So is this ghost like your typical like transparent ghost? It's just white. That's no, all they keep saying. It's, so because he was able to so touch it. So it quite literally just. He touched it. That guy's. He's Looks just like saying a, he touched it. A man it. wearing a sheet. It. Well, no, it's a ghost. Summer. Um, it's a ghost wearing a sheet. I'm. I'm okay. I just. So, need the, I just need the visual. But he know. punched it, and he saw a jacket. He felt a jacket. He, that's felt what he a jacket. small jacket. And it disappeared. <laughs> that's, it, that's what I heard. He had a friend with him, and it, it disappeared. But he had he had hands around his neck, and it was gone. Hmm. What a little trickster. Well, one thing was for sure: whatever it was wanted to choke him, and it disappeared. But only for a second. <laughs> well, because once he, pun- once he punched it, it wasn't as fun, you know? Yeah. One pregnant woman from the same Hammersmith neighborhood actually died of fright after being assaulted by this ghost. Not only her, but another elderly woman would also cross paths with this ghost and unexplainably die. Yes. And there were a bunch of other accounts that were, depending on the source that you read, you get a lot of different narratives towards this because he's either caught a couple bodies here i heard of another report of a couple old men he scared so bad they caught a fever and died no wounds or anything on them though no no strangulation marks no no just um just a six foot tall which is tall for them yeah it's a sheet for a man Mm -hmm. sheet over a man people are seeing this ghost and they're dying imagine being so spooked you get a fever and die well especially you got to really picture the the time because this isn't even like london proper it's outside london it's back in the day when everything was dark as fuck so maybe you have a lantern lit outside there's nothing really probably for light and then there's somebody and the only illumination is the moon and the guy in the white the white sheet running at you which might be it's even scarier if it's not a ghost kind of is it the origin story of the whole halloween costume where you just put a sheet over your head i think people have just been doing that as long as they had sheets because it's an easy ghost they're being a little coy with it uh the actual description is like you know just all white dressed in white the clothes are white this everything's white yeah. right oh so he has clothes on it's not a sheet it varies no some descriptions say it's a sh- like a sheet or a tablecloth some descriptions say it's other things so it's like it does very runs the gambit depending on who. but you there's ask. no face no no, no not you really. don't get a lot of face description no it's also super dark so all they can see yeah. is the clothes uh this whole you know i had to look it up guys uh being scared to death is a real thing mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah that everybody yeah <laughs> okay that's news to me it's, it's gonna be a heart attack right mm-hmm. stress. Yeah. it is that's exactly what it is no, i want to exactly hear you say the word <laughs> cardiomyopathy you got it stress cardiomyopathy i think how cody finished it yeah, without looking it. at it <laughs> <laughs> um or also known as broken heart syndrome oh it's a cute way of saying it yeah one year earlier, from when all this stuff started to go down in late 1803, a man had committed suicide. 
During this time, it was considered sacrilegious to bury a suicide victim in a holy ground or a consecrated ground. Oh, because they can't go to heaven, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in other words, the property of a church, though, right? That's 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 a that hol- would be holy ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys fucking know this stuff. Uh, I, I think any grave, any cemetery would be holy ground though, because there's just a lot of holes. So a year later, after this man is buried, we get a burst of ghost sightings in this Hammersmith. People started to believe that maybe it was him. It was a person who killed himself. He was coming back and, I don't know, pranking I, people. They, I get it. If they buried him on holy ground, he couldn't get to heaven. He's stuck. That's their theory. But it's also it's just, it, it, they immediately, I like how nobody was like, let's find the guy doing this. They're like, let's find the ghost doing this. They went right to the, <laughs> it was like, let's find the ghost that's in charge of this. <laughs> that's a weird place to start. We got we to hunt this ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Just the town meeting, the mayor says, look, so we got a ghost. So we got a ghost. We've seen him in a bunch of different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna get this fucking. Ghost. We're gonna get this. Yeah, ghost. we're gonna get this ghost because I or I'm not the mayor. Okay. So where Brian's going with this is exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> this ghost has done too much already. <laughs> because he, at this point, let's far. let's check it. He may have killed two men. May have killed two two women. One of which was pregnant, according to the story that won't give me her name. And then there's also there was an account of him stopping a carriage. It was like 12 a.m. and there's a carriage with 11 people in it. And he runs out in the middle and scares all the horses. And the carriage driver jumps out and runs away. <laughs> And leaves the people there with the ghost. And the ghost just leaves. The ghost was an absolute menace. He was just (laughs) bored. Yeah, I'm not going to get paid enough for this. (laughs) I get it. It wasn't his carriage. An absolute rapscallion. So there, there wasn't really a police as you could, as you would think of today. We have known as like a parish authority or a night watch. In other words, vigilantes, disguise. Because that's where my understanding of it was, is that it was required of any subject, of loyal subject of the king to enforce the king's laws. What the fuck does that mean? Like, anybody's a cop? Was this the original neighborhood watch? Kind of. Yeah, pretty much. So you have have your watchmen, like, who... Shut up with your logic, Summer. (laughs) You had your watchmen who are, like, just your guys walking around at night, right? They're they're, uh, kind of like your constables. They're actually, this is what they're supposed to be doing. And then you have these other people who are out there, too. And they're forming groups, and whatever's happening needs to stop. I think they're called posses when they're out hunting something. When is it, it becomes a posse yeah. then, right? Posse many, how many hunters? I wonder how many people it has to be before it's a, a posse. I just think it's when you're at, like, the objective is to capture somebody. I feel like it becomes a posse. I feel like more than five is a posse. <laughs> more than three is a party. More than five is a posse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of dudes with tiki torches. <laughs> So, yeah, so they're Ghostbusters. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> the 1804 Ghostbusters. Pretty much. I uh, like the plan. Like, all right, let's go get it. What? <laughs> and what do you think they brought to catch the ghost? Nothing. Fucking guns. That's oh what they guns. brought. Everybody brought a gun. That's what I think. That sounds safe. Sounds like America. <laughs> sounds, yeah, like... sounds like the bur- those are the people that birthed America. Those are, yeah, those are the ones they got on a boat after this and came yeah. here. <laughs> Fuck that ghost, man. Let's move. Let's kill all the ghosts. People are being scared to death? Facts. People are being harassed? Facts. Too many jump scares? Facts. Somebody <laughs> had to stop this. So why not a group of drunks walking in the streets <laughs> with blunderbusses? Yeah, see, that's awesome. Just so just elephant goats. rifles through the through the streets of Hammersmith. Right. That really does sound like America. Yeah. It does, right? Oh, we're we're in London. Nothing, nothing yeah. is more American than that shit. <laughs> because back then they didn't even have there was no gun laws or restriction either. So it's everybody just grabbed the old musket and started stumbling around the streets looking for the ghost. On January third, eighteen oh four, Francis Smith they found him was walking the streets of Hammersmith with his musket. <laughs> he had. 
he was an excise officer or one of these guys walking around Hammersmith with his gun. He had ye old thing on him. <laughs> he was strapped. He was strapped. Ye old thing. Damn it. I'm just waiting for him to say he had on a white shirt. No, no, no. no. He didn't have on a white shirt. He had a gun. This is the guy. This is the Ghostbuster. He's popping the oh. trunk. Yeah. I was hoping he was the one that got shot. Uh, he's, he's, he's out there along with other night watchmen on patrol in the streets. And with rumors swirling and ale swirling, Francis got, he was a bit on edge. I've heard different descriptions of him, too, as like one that he was out doing his civic duty, being a responsible, good Christian man. And the other one that, yeah, he was drunk as fuck and left the pub around 1030 and said, I'm going to catch this ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure which you want to believe. But... I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's feeling like the most likely as you see how events unfold. <laughs> So Francis went on his own, uh, telling another watchman, William Girdler. Yeah, Girdler, who's this is actually his job to do this. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to catch up with you. And he's like, no, I'm going ahead, man. And, yeah. He said, quote, he was looking for a ghost. <laughs> I'm going ghost hunting. It's just me and my gun. <laughs> Find a ghost. Yep. So they parted into their separate patrols uh, to keep the streets of Hammersmith safe. God damn. From them. Who's keeping yeah, for, it from them? For real. I'm just picturing all these guys just walking around with guns, just looking for a ghost, just walking through cemeteries looking for ghosts. Because it sounds like a lot of this starts happening right around the time when the bars close, too. Yeah. Women and children stay home. Yeah. The bars close, now the ghost shows up. Yep. Time passed, and Francis strolled through this cold, dark January night. Nothing but blackness to overcome his vision. Nothing much to see, but what's that coming into view? From the distance, a white figure appeared. Did his drunk eyes deceive him? <laughs> the apparition gained shape and was coming right at him. Pop, Fran- pop. I think it's just one yeah. pop. It's boom! <laughs> <laughs> Francis called out, Damn you, who are you? What are you? Damn you, I'll shoot you! And before waiting for an answer, he promptly shot him. <laughs> That's what happened. That's a likely story. There was no reply, and the ghost continued towards Francis. This is this is his story. He says, like, I called out twice, but you hear a different story later. <laughs> Instead of waiting for a good reason to fire his gun, he did just that. Blocketh, blocketh. Blocketh, blocketh. I hate that. That's so dumb. Just, just pew, pew. I like that. Oh, a pellet to the head, you know that ghost is dead. But it wasn't. Damn it. Oh. You spent time on these. <laughs> oh. Was not actually a ghost, Summer. No, it was a man named Thomas Millwood. Oh, poor was... Thomas. In yeah. his defense, he was wearing white. So. <laughs> yeah. I figured that's how this was going to go. Just some guy who was also out there hunting well, was wearing white and got shot. Pretty much. He wasn't hunting. He was. This guy was actually doing a job. Like, he was coming home from work. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was just coming from his mother's house. After <laughs> leaving work, and then he went to see mom. Yeah, so yeah. he sees mom. He sees his sister. He's visiting with them. Uh, nothing nefarious. Just, just a guy walking down the street. Thomas Millwood, the man who took the shot to the jaw, was actually a bricklayer. And the typical bricklayer uniform was white pants, white shirt, white apron from head to toe. And as he was leaving his mom's house, his mom and his sister were like, will you please put on a coat or something to cover up your outfit? Because I guess like the week prior he had been accused or been people had been like, saying, hey, you're a fucking ghost because he's walking around at night. He's like, no, I'm just I'm wearing my a uniform. <laughs> You're a fucking ghost. Yeah, like, you, no, I'm bright. No. So everybody there. I'm Thomas. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know me. There's only 70 of us in this fucking town. They want him to put a coat on or something. <laughs> They're like, hey, man, you know everybody's looking for this ghost. Brian's correct. Yeah, he uh, just a week before this all happened, there was an incident where somebody thought he was a ghost. He got an altercation, God, scared a whole... People, they don't say who it was, but I like to think it was the same guy that shot him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Probably. The same thing had happened the week before. <laughs> Just stop dressing like a ghost. <laughs> it's maybe don't walk around at night when everybody's shooting ghosts. Yeah. No, Millwood was a free man, and he would continue to dress like a ghost if he wanted and to. This is, that was his thing. He was too stubborn, didn't want to wear it, didn't want to cover it up, didn't feel like he should have to. He was 23, full of piss and vinegar, got shot in the face because of it. This right. is my style. I'll Except, keep dressing like I'm this. I'm a bricklayer, damn it. This is a respectable <laughs> profession. Is it? Francis Smith shot the man uh, who he thought it was a ghost, and he was surprised to see that this ghost is bleeding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he said, yeah, he said when, it, when it crumpled to the ground, he knew uh. something might be wrong. <laughs> so what did you expect when you took the shot at the ghost? What was what the fuck was I, the end game? Huh. I didn't expect him to bleed like that. Yeah, wow, he's really screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, looks at his uniform, he's like, hey, I didn't know ghosts laid bricks. <laughs> He was just at my house. <laughs> Thomas, I didn't know you were a ghost. Thomas, get up. Yeah. <laughs> I, How do they not know each other? There's not that many people, I don't think. There can't be, dude. There can't be. But it's at night. You're drunk. The other people are just questioning him. He's just like, I just never expected it to be Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> he still thinks he got the ghost. <laughs> Thank God this nightmare's over. Can you believe the ghost looks just like Thomas? <laughs> they can change their shape. You know, sorry, Maybe it's not Thomas. Realizing what he had done, he ran out into the night to find the other watchmen, somebody to help, something. He did nothing to hide what he had done. He did not want to kill a man, but he did just, in fact, kill a man. Like, I didn't want to kill a man, but I definitely shot into the darkness <laughs> at a man shape. If you have a gun on you, chances are you're trying to kill something. Yeah, and it's, those muskets are so hard to load. You you killed that man on purpose, oh, yeah. very yeah. on purpose. It took time. Powder, get the ball, pack it. You went out there with a purpose. <laughs> local authorities are some guys. Very uh, <laughs> local local name local man Daryl. There's <laughs> <laughs> other people. <laughs> Because that's what I picture. They talk about how there's no real law enforcement. Just so, I, so, so it's just some other guy. Yeah, so he went off to the other night watchman. I don't know. Could you imagine? We all live in Flint. Could you imagine if they were like, all right, no more cops. You guys figure this shit out. No. It would be lawless. Uh, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm I don't. I can't afford enough locks. I could never go to a convenience store ever again. No. Eric no. Mays is now mayor. <laughs> <laughs> and the purge starts every night at 9 p.m. <laughs> it starts at B Supercenter. Local authorities <laughs> or some guys. This is this is what keeps them coming back. <laughs> Michael and Chris. <laughs> I was, other people named Tom and John came. Like, That's pretty much everybody <laughs> in the town. Yeah. Covered the body and took it to the Black Lion Inn, where a surgeon will estimate that Thomas Millwood had died from being shot in the face. <laughs> Which, thank yeah. God that guy was there. <laughs> the drunk surgeon that, that diagnosed it. And that shot came from Francis Smith, who admitted to doing it right right there in the spot. He thought it was a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I just can't get over the fact that just like, fuck it, let's shoot it. Because <laughs> he, he, see, he sees it, he announces it, he shoots it, and then he goes and gets these guys. And the guy's sister that he shot also was, comes outside. Because this is a loud bullet blasting through the night. There's nothing happening. There's no other sounds. So now the whole village is awake. Just picture these three drunk guys standing around the dead body. And then the sister shows up. And then otherwise, I, they would probably would have walked away, I would imagine. During the court records, it states that she says, I hear from outside, who are you? What are you? Bam. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm pretty sure those muskets are like, Incredibly inaccurate. They are. Oh yeah. They weren't so very he, far away he, from. Yeah, so they had to be pretty close. Yeah, and it's you think about it too, because it's like, like slamming into his face. It's because they don't explode either. Those muscles bullets yeah, were just balls. solid, so it's just digging. It probably capsized his face. It was not a good look. Or the best shot Francis Smith has ever made. <laughs> Most likely too. He was trying to take a warning shot. It was just so dramatically off. Chances that... are he shot him from like ten yards away. 
quite literal shot in the dark. Yeah, no shit. Francis Smith was taken into custody by a parish constable and sent to prison. He was charged with the unlawful murder of Thomas Millwood. Francis Smith would face his trial. In his defense, he thought he was killing a ghost, not a man. That's his real defense. Yeah. (laughs) He said, I'm guilty, but I thought it was a ghost. (laughs) That was his defense. That's all he had. It's not illegal to kill a ghost. (laughs) This is what is, they they were arguing this in court. And you can see the transcripts. It's hilarious. Just dudes in white powdered wigs. Yep. Just yeah, they got the wigs. <laughs> just arguing over if you can kill a ghost or not. It's not if you can, but it, can you try? Is it illegal? <laughs> so Un- understand that everybody's talking about this ghost, and this ghost is hurting people, right? So he's defending himself, saying that he was defending himself against a ghost. The same ghost that everyone's talking about. I just imagine everybody in this story just drunk as shit. That's a safe Except bet. for one person. I just hope one person in the courtroom is like, you... Killed somebody. No, like, I thought one... it was a ghost. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the judge saw Francis's reason for killing Thomas Millwood not a reasonable one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, I just, the whole argument, that's what I was thinking. The judge just sitting there, like, God damn it. So you shot him. <laughs> <laughs> what you're telling me is you shot him. Okay. Guilty. We're done here. The judge himself did not believe in ghosts because they were not a real thing. <laughs> The one logical thinking person he, he, in the, the entire The one room. educated person's like, this is fucking nonsense. Which you're not wrong. He was probably the only person in that room that could read, too. Yeah. So that's a real thing. The decision was to have Thomas Smith hung for his crimes of murder. No manslaughter here. There was no in-between. The, the jury did try to give him a manslaughter charge, but the judge was like, no, either he did this or he didn't. Which, that was hilarious, because the, the case happens, the trial happens, and then the jury goes back and comes back with their verdict. And they're like, he's like, guilty or not guilty? He's like... We say manslaughter. <laughs> like that's not what I'm asking here. <laughs> it's like he's being charged with murder. It doesn't feel like murder, really, because he didn't set out to kill that guy. Well, it's it's ho- it's like accidental homicide essentially. But there was no he, there was no ruling for that. He set out to kill something though. He something. Went he went outside to kill a ghost and shot somebody. How are you gonna kill something dead? That don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. There's so many gaps in this logic. I'm trying to be on his side, but I'm having trouble here. And, like, you know, unfortunately for Francis, so many people are on his side. Like, he didn't want to go out there and kill Tom. He wanted to kill a ghost. He had a bunch of character witnesses come up, too, and talk, testify that he, you know, he was a good man. He was good natured. He was good, well intentioned. He went out with with the right intention to save the city from this violent ghost by shooting it in the head. I I wonder if that's the. the reasoning that Dick Cheney used when he shot that guy. <laughs> He's like, I thought he was a duck. I think he said I thought he was a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a duck. It was like his best friend or brother-in-law, wasn't it? Was it was just buckshot, dude. He didn't die. No, they got him with, he got him with a bird shot. Yeah, he peppered right. him up real That's good. Like, we wouldn't be friends anymore if you shot me. Fuck no. Yeah, no. Just <laughs> yeah. so, we're, so we're all on the same page with that. Okay. <laughs> That's hard to bounce We're one bird from. shot yeah. away from no longer being friends. <laughs> all it takes is that. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's his line. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot me. I think I'm pretty easy going. It's <laughs> <laughs> my 13th so, reason. You can hurt me, just don't shoot me. Yeah, just don't shoot me, dude. Words, they don't hurt as much. That was a lie. It's an exaggeration. Word of this case would make it all the way to King George III, who found the whole thing kind of out of hand. He himself did not believe that Francis deserved to die. So instead of hanging them, he used his prerogative power of mercy to overturn the sentence. Thomas instead would only be sentenced to one year of hard labor. Mm. And then, no, that's nothing. That's it. That's, that's all that I, happened to him. I like that the judge is like, no, wait a second, there's no ghost. What are you doing? The king gets it. He's like, well, hold up. Because <laughs> he's also drunk. Did you hear about the pregnant woman? That's what the king <laughs> said. He's like, he killed a woman. I, because, you know, 
they're all inbred as hell. Like the whole like royal family. So it's like, it's like there's ghosts. There's ghosts, man. I've yeah. <laughs> there's no laws against killing ghosts. Trust me. And it was a, it's a weird situation too because it was like one of those precedent cases. So there was no precedent for self defense or anything of not understanding the law. And he thought he was doing right, but he did something wrong. And they there was another example of say there was a child being drugged by a man. This case happened like a hundred years later. The person being drugged, mm-hmm. they were the bad guy. Yes. That's the thing. So it's like, so some guys, I say a shopkeeper is dragging a guy down the street and you go and you, th- you think the guy's being attacked because he's yelling for help and you beat up the shopkeeper, but it turns out the guy had robbed his store, but you were trying to help. You were acting in good faith. And so that's kind of where this, this precedent was, is that by acting by what you thought was a good deed, they judge you by that versus you shot a guy that you thought was a ghost. That's exactly what happened a hundred years later. <laughs> uh, so this case would get brought up again a hundred years later in that very same mm-hmm. situation. And it's you know someone who commits a crime while acting under an honest but unreasonable belief mm-hmm. can still be held liable. So this set a precedent. It's also famously the only case in British history where a man stood trial for shooting a ghost. Yep. Yeah, I just want to know how many trials like this have not necessarily ghosts, but just full nonsense. Not as many. <laughs> that they as had you... to create laws about. <laughs> this well, that's a, where a lot of rules come from. But I found this one by like trying to find like. Man killed by ghosts. That was the Google search, and it led to this. So, because yeah, it doesn't happen as often as you think. But but uh, what about the ghost? The did that did the ghost problem go away? I mean, we I forgot of... about the ghost. I forgot about that ghost choking people. Yeah. Did the ghost go away, Shane? Well, <laughs> it's kind of. You get a kind of. If we go if we go back to the week of the shooting, another man was arrested on a charge of committing a public nuisance. Another man named James Graham, who was a shoemaker, he overheard that his apprentices were terrifying James Graham's own children with ghost stories and kind of bullying them. So in turn, he started to dress like a ghost to teach them a lesson. Started bullying them. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't let him go. (laughs) Saw Summer's face. (laughs) So when he got arrested, they basically told him to stop, and then the ghost went away. But there's the thing that I never really quite understood, because was he this 70-year-old man chasing women down alleyways? Was he... Like scaring coach drivers, or was he just creeping around outside his own shop where his apprentices lived? You know, because that that makes sense for him to be. He could have been the guy in the tablecloth outside, maybe. But the guy's chasing people, grabbing some guy by the neck. That seventy year old man did this, and then disappeared like Batman into the fucking shadows. And seventy year old then, yeah, seventy year old that's old as fuck. Yeah, like that's That's real. Yeah, he's he's a he's a ghost. He was he maybe that's why my he was a pre ghost. -ghost, So they accused him. My thought was my thought process was like he gets shot. Thomas Mill will get shot, and then he's the ghost. No, the actual ghost guy was like, he's like, they're here fucking shooting people, man. No. That's probably what really happened. Because there is something that pops up. Like, I was just playing. The Hammersmith ghost goes away after this for about 20 years. Then he comes back. And that's the one he was talking about with the guy with the bladders under his arms floating. Yeah. So it's like the, the Hammersmith ghost comes back like 20 years later, but now he can fly. But he's got like these, <laughs> so he's got, he's, he's like a white ghost, but he's got like these big bladders inflated under his arms attached to his legs. And he's just floating across the field. <laughs> And then that's when, after that, Spring Hill Jack shows up, and I guess, I don't know if he is the Hammersmith ghost, or he just scares him away. Full this is circle. The, the foundation, yeah, of Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, and who's just, you know. A, a guy that guy, he'll kicks be a, off of Yeah, might be houses. on your roof. Yeah. <laughs> Same area? Yeah. yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. Yeah. A guy crazy. that might be on your roof. Yeah, he just might be. Springing around. The Black Lion Inn, where Thomas Millwood was eventually taken and examined by the surgeon, is still around today. They mm. don't don't really lean too hard on the whole. <laughs> they didn't save the table. <laughs> haunted house thing. But the the manager of the place does say that yeah, I mean, um, it's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> That's scarier somehow when he just casually says it. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, you can see a plaque outside the building, which kind of describes this whole incident. What was the, was there a ghost? Do you think? 
Was no. it an entity? Was it what did they get the right guy? Was it that that old man? Was he the fucking ghost? Was it was there... just a different drunk guy every yeah. night? No, it was the same drunk guy every night. And then he found out someone got shot. I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. I'm with Cody on that one. Yeah. 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 Okay. London. Huh. I but I do love these stories just because of just the the shenanigans. Well, this one felt like a real Scooby Doo mystery because it's yeah. just like, and then it's old man Jenkins at the end. Finally, they take the I would have got away with it too if you hadn't shot that other guy. I just like the idea of like you said, just the whole town just like sitting around drinking, hanging out. They're like, well, let's go shoot this fucking ghost. Like to be alive, then <laughs> it's scary because I feel like I might have been the bricklayer. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's that's my scare, my fear. For the last forty minutes, Summer has had this look on her face. <laughs> I'm sorry. Next week will be better, Summer. <laughs> no, I was entertained. I was entertained. This is funny. This is good. This is chaotic. I like it. If you had all enjoyed this, please share with your friends. Five star reviews help us to reach other people. As of this morning, we've reached a thousand downloads. That's a that's Woo! that's a that's a big Woo! one for us, guys. Yeah, damn. We really enjoy doing this. This is just kind of breaking down these barriers of these these strange stories with us um, or with you. If you want to get a hold of us. User topics always go to the front of the line. You can get a hold of us at hatchandbar at gmail.com or you can just message us on Instagram. That's it, I think. That's unless, that on unless that. you're going to give your personal phone number, we could do that. Contact. Well, someone just he gave us a address one time. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have one outro. Will somebody just fucking say yeah. it. And that is your Hatch and Bar.